0: Everybody and welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. In the heart of Arlington County, it's Clarendon. I'm your host Chris Farley, back again for episode number 96. And alongside me today is only one of my co-hosts to my left. It's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up?
1: Farley, we're sitting on the same side of the table like we're on an awkward date. <laughs> I know. We are. You know? Well, these are our seats. I know. In I m- know. And, the, and it, we're both on the same side of the table. Yeah. And then on the other side of the table are two empty seats. It's like we decided to sit in the booth together.
0: It is weird. Now that you mention it, it is weird. It's very weird, yeah. <laughs> see how,
1: do you see how far over to the to the left I've, I've, I've uh, You've moved? positioned myself? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah we are... Uh, Sitting here awkwardly while Joanna is not with us today. Unfortunately, she is uh, just a crazy schedule this week, Docs. Uh, Correct. Joanna, as we broadcast here on a Sunday, Joanna was at uh, one of our races today and then was uh, scheduled to work the store there and uh, 14th Street. So she's not going to be here today.
1: So it's going to be a quick episode. For those folks who... Is that to imply that she talks a lot? No, 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 no. Yeah. No Joanna, so it's going to go by real quick. No, I
0: just want... I'm just saying that because, you know, I don't want to have the biggest of big shows without her here. That's Uh all all I'm saying. So we'll do the quick episode today. Uh, A great big episode to get to, but it'll be a quick big episode to get to today. Uh, So... uh, A lot to get into, but Joanna, um, we'll have to hold off on a few things that I had scheduled for her that were specific to her for next Mm -hmm.
1: week. Well, I was planning on talking about uh, giving a transportation update. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we'll have to
0: hold off on the transportation update, and we got a gift in the mail here to the studio.
1: Oh, yeah. This is a teaser. We're not going to open it. We're
0: we're not going to open it, uh, but a, a box of, I don't know, maybe... Uh, you know, as big as uh, a couple of
1: shoeboxes combined, so it's 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 pretty large. It's a, it's a big gift, and the card attached says that the best gifts come in small packages. <laughs> well, it's from uh, I think uh,
0: it, it's from a Russo, but mm-hmm. we'll just we'll just leave it at that. So uh-huh. we want to make sure that Joanna's is here for that. So that's on uh, next week's program.
1: Well, that you bring that up, I think that we have failed to acknowledge uh, in our in our previous shows. We also got a gift from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Theater tickets to the Kennedy Center from Amanda. Yep, Amanda M. In Boston, they're all Amanda M's, (laughs) right. That's true. It's Amanda Mahoney.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right.
1: But I don't know if she wants us telling her last name on the show. Well, it's on Twitter. So we will go Amanda M.
0: Yeah, it's on Twitter, so
1: I think that's fine.
0: But yeah, thank you for those uh, tickets. Look forward Uh to uh, the Kennedy Center show. You're not going. You're not going. Well, I, there's, there's only, two, only tickets. two tickets. Yeah, yeah. so I, one oh, was,
1: you uh, you and me will go <laughs> right. uh, and and continue this awkward date we're, is we're awkward. on right now. It is very awkward.
0: Joanna can't come back fast enough.
1: And Farley, I have a sneaking suspicion that the reason why we haven't talked about these uh, Kennedy Center tickets yeah. yet mm-hmm. is because they were sent to Joanna's store. She has them <laughs> in her possession. I think she's trying to get us to forget about them.
0: I think that's probably yeah? the case. But
1: guess what, Joanna? We didn't forget. We didn't forget.
0: And you're not here to defend yourself, so uh-huh. we to continue to talk <laughs> about you all show. <laughs> all right. But big show to get to today, uh, Docs. Uh, i got a few things on the agenda. Excited to be joined by the GM of Four Courts, Dave Cahill. He's going to join us in studio, and we're going to talk about the Four Courts Four-Miler that is coming up on March 11th, Saturday, March 11th. So you can still sign up at runpacers.com, but Dave's going to come in and talk about that. He's going to talk about his own running, we will talk a little Four Courts. So that should be a fun interview. He's got an accent. He's from Ireland, mm-hmm. so
1: hopefully you folks can understand him. But you knew that he's from Ireland you, you didn't place the accent right no I'm sure like you just knew he was from Ireland and he has an accent so then I would that's... I would have
0: said Australia I, Ireland <laughs> I don't know uh, it could be either way flip a coin
1: yeah okay uh,
0: so Dave will join us so that's uh, exciting. I, I also wanted to have I have an update today about uh, you guys talked me through how I should deal with uh, other people at the dog park. Oh I've my got, gosh! I've got a story of me engaging in conversation, and it went mm-hmm. well. Uh, just as a teaser, went well. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, also, we we had a, a local runner run a race for the ages, and he wants a rematch. And so I want to I want to discuss that later on in the program. And I promised a sweatshirt update, so okay. I, I will give you a, a sweatshirt update this week.
1: Okay. I have to be honest, like, the, I'm excited about the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the other things sound kind of boring. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think you need to work on your sales pitch. All right, well. Like a sweatshirt update. <laughs> like, who cares? All right.
0: Well, let's not wait any longer then. Let's, okay. get, let's get to the exciting part before everybody tunes, tunes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, excited to be joined by GM of Four Courts. It's Dave Cahill next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs, we are excited to be joined by the general manager of Four Courts. It's Dave Cahill. Dave, how you doing, man? Well, oh,
2: thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Uh, doing great. Wonderful good, Sunday man. morning. It uh, is.
0: Beautiful yeah. day. Beautiful day. Hopefully, we get this weather uh, next week for the Four Courts Four Miler, you know?
2: I know. We're looking good. The forecast looks great. I mean, it's just hard to believe it's March again, and we're <laughs> facing into our eighth Four Miler. I know. So, it is the eighth uh, annual
0: uh 4 courts 4 miler. Of course, it's presented by Pacers Running and 4 courts. Uh, Dave is a huge part of 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 the 4 courts 4 miler. Let's start there. Let's talk about how this race uh, became uh, what it is today.
2: Oh, thanks Chris. It's uh, as I said to you earlier, it's just hard to believe it's 8 years. Um, you know, we we're, we're a restaurant. This, we started in uh, 1996. Mm-hmm. So we're a local restaurant and you know, in the early years, everything is about drinking and having fun <laughs> <laughs> in an Irish pub. And, of course. You know, you're very much part of that. And then as my kids were getting, uh, as my kids were born, I guess, in um, 2007, 2006, mm-hmm. 2007, and I was, you know, we really wanted to, it made me shift my focus a little bit where I was looking at, at the Four Courts as more of a community, and I wanted something for families and something for, for people to become more more community involved mm-hmm. rather than just the St. Patrick's Day itself. And you know I thought patience was a great fit for us because we ended up you know teaming together and and brainstorming over uh, over definitely a few pints of race right. but um that was a good night by the way yeah. <laughs> and, it is um, it's
0: always a good night at four courts, man it's a fun absolutely, time.
2: but we came up with this idea of just why not just have something for the families and have a race that have an event first. Started like an event, and have an event maybe the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day, and um, that steamrolled into the four courts four miler, and rolled further into like fifteen hundred runners getting up on a Saturday morning a week before St. Patrick's Day, and um, families come out. Um, you know, people push. Uh, you know, push their kids. Uh, but the big thing is, you run up that hill and you walk into the <laughs> pub. And there's music, and there's a pint of Guinness waiting for you. It is. That, so.
0: <laughs> that is good motivation to get up that hill. It is it is quite a, a challenging hill, but when you finish and you go into four courts, it makes it all worth it. Uh, like you said, real family event. Uh, we talked on this podcast probably a week or so ago. I talked to somebody, Dave, that, you know, they look forward to this race all year round. They get a local hotel they bring their whole family in the kids run it the parents run it and then they hang out all day at four courts and that's a big part of it just hanging out all oh, day at, at the pub
2: you know it's funny Chris and you know you never realize it but last year I met um, some people in from Boston and they're like we come down every year for this race we've been coming for eight years in a row and um you know, it's, it's great to see that. And I think it gives people, uh, you know, it's great to see families in there. They can have a pint of Guinness at 10 o'clock in the morning and not feel guilty about it. That's also important.
0: They earn, they definitely earned it, man. So it is this uh, Saturday, March 11th, and generally with this race, Dave, you are the uh, leprechaun, and they, we have this uh, Leap the Leprechaun event where if, if you can beat the leprechaun, you get uh, some sort of uh, – some sort of prize i'm not sure you're going to be the leprechaun this year but talk about that part of uh, of the event
2: well first of all uh, you know i'm going to make it official i am going to be the Leprechaun. oh you are good that's good there was there was uh, breaking news breaking Breaking news here on (laughs) the podcast we love the break news (laughs) we do um, I wanted to break it here first, by yes, the way. Yes, thank you. Guys to, thank, you <laughs> thank you for the exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so t- so the race, as you know, goes downhill for the first two miles. So um, I st- everyone gets heads off on the race, and uh, 10 minutes after they start, Lisa, who's dressed in a leprechaun uh, outfit, and myself dressed in all green, um, Lisa drives a moped and heads down the hill, and um, we chase everyone down, and Everyone we pass, then a uh, dollar goes towards the police bereavement fund. Mm-hmm. So usually, you know, we start ten minutes after everybody, and we hit the first few stragglers in Roslyn. That might be after a few pints again, Guinness before the race, <laughs> and um, you know, it's fun. Everyone has a good time about it. You know, she plays some music on down the hill, and she's she's um, you know she's encouraging the runners, and people are people people are in good spirits, and. Coming up that hill, there's people getting past, so yeah. it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and a lot of regular customers come out to do it. So, um, hopefully, uh, I'll see you on that hill.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully, if you're you're listening to this show, hopefully you can you can just outlean Dave, because
1: no, I think it's good to get
2: caught. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's, it's for a good cause. I mean, that's cause. why
1: I'm going to run my slowest four mile or ever. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Only because of that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For a good cause. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, you you he is a good runner, Docs, and he uh, passes a number of runners out there, but you weren't always a runner. So take us back to growing up. Where where did you grow up in Ireland?
2: Well, you might you might have picked up a slight accident already. Yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, no, I grew up in Ireland. Um, you know, I actually grew up on a, a dairy farm in Ireland. So, you know, we we make a family, we have a family business make cheese and we export it around the world. Just getting a plug in for that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, so I was always very fit and going to school, you know, I came from a, a medium sized family in Ireland at the time, which was five boys and two girls. Medium sized. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we had five boys and, and, and my earliest memory of running was um, when we go to school, we lived about a mile and a half from the town, mm-hmm. but the bus would only come two miles. So we had a choice either walk a half a mile back up the road and get the bus or else get to school a mile and a half. And the problem with five buys is we only had four bikes. So <laughs> that was kind of a problem. And and my oldest brother, you know, he was the oldest. He always got the bike. Of course. And then the youngest guy, you're like, well, he's the youngest. He's got to get he's the bike. Get a bike. So then the other three were left for two, two, two bikes. So uh, usually that ended up, we kind of traded and, you know, figured it out. But um You know, they'd take the bags, and we'd run alongside them, or I'd run alongside them. And, you know, so I ended up for 10 years kind of mostly, you know, we'd run to school a mile and a half, and Mm -hmm. our neighbors would run. It was kind of a lot of fun, but I I didn't realize the base that it gave you for running. Right. So, uh, you know, I think it kind of stuck to me. Uh, I always was about...
0: Yeah, was running big in Ireland then at that um, time when you were growing up? You growing up in we, the 80s there in we, Ireland?
2: We had some great runners, yeah. you know, going back to Eamon Cochlin and John Tracy and Frank O'Mara, but a lot of those elite runners, they came to America and they went to Villanova mm-hmm. or they, you know, they went to school over here, so... Yeah, you know, I, I remember Chris. Um, I ran a race when I was about twelve, and I, I ran a five k, and I was so proud. I came in uh, third in the race, and I was so proud. And I, I went home and to my dad, and I said, "Oh man!" I said, "I didn't I really like it. time at the time the American the Irish runners were doing really well." And I said, "I think I might be a good runner." And my dad said, "Did you? Where did you come in the race?" And I said, "I came third and he said, "Oh, you'll be ready for the rugby season." <laughs> so <laughs> So, so
0: it was fitness for probably rugby and and yeah. soccer and not so much yeah, uh, and like a, track and field
2: yeah and every kid in Ireland we grew up we were looking at the premiership and yeah. you know we're dreaming that we're going to be the next Kenny Dog Leash or somebody <laughs> right. so so that's all our focus was and running was just a way to get fit for the season yeah um you know we never had a running club in our town or anything like that but um, times have changed over there I mean it's great yeah. there's so much running over there now and so many running clubs. Yeah, and
0: so you move here to, to uh, you live in Arlington, right?
2: Yeah, I live in Arlington. Um, married a, married an Irish girl, Fiona, mm-hmm. and two kids. And, um, you know, before I met Fiona, I was kind of, I suppose, uh, I wasn't doing a lot of running. Well, that's um, what working in a
0: bar does to you, I'm sure.
2: Well, you know, tasting tasting your product is very important. <laughs> very,
0: very critical.
2: Um, and also, you know, I, I think I've always been a competitive Person and, and you know when 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 I came to America they had this thing with Marlboro lights so when you that you could collect the collect the miles off the back of the cartons so I thought <laughs> I thought uh, man the more cigarettes I smoke the more miles I can get <laughs> and I can get one of those big blankets it's it's hilarious that you
1: say that because we were actually um, just hanging out with somebody this weekend that uh, used to pick up those on his runs. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> right. he would, he would go run, and he would get the. Mo- so he never smoked a cigarette, and he had like uh, packs. They, well, they, they, nice they, they were talking about those guys got like a, a trip to a dude ranch out yeah. in Wyoming on remember. on wow. Marlboro miles that they found.
2: Yeah, wow. I mean, I remember getting. So a- I, I hate to break yeah. this to you now, yeah. but you yeah. didn't actually have to smoke them. You could actually, sm- <laughs> you could have run and gotten them. Yeah, man, I kind of wish I figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh yeah. When that when that catalog new catalogue came out for uh, Marlboro, that was a that was a big it's day. A big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well, you've obviously kicked the habit and become a pretty uh, elite runner runner. When did you really kind of get into running and decide, um, you know, this is something I wanna do and do races and do the four courts, four mile or all so those about, races like that?
2: About seven about uh, I suppose it's nine years ago. Okay. Uh, my kids were when someone was born and I was still playing soccer and my wife eventually said to me, she's like, I think you've got to give up the dream of playing for Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was a shock. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure that, that was, was a shock. shock. That was a shock for a, a, 30, a 37-year-old guy. But, uh, right. So, reluctantly, I gave it up and I had a neighbor, actually, who was training the Canadian military elites and he was based in the Canadian embassy in, in, in town and, um, you know, he said, you've you got to come out for a run with me. So, I hadn't ran for 20 years and I went out for a run with him and, I ran so hard. And after about two miles, I'm like, are we done? And he's like, oh, we're just warming up. <laughs> that was just the warm up. But, right. uh, you know, he took, took me under his wing and kind of, you know, taught me, like, about, you know, the enjoyment of running. Um, you know, and we'd run in the WNO Trail and up in Blue Mountain Park and, you know, just understanding that, you know, you can, you know from being a chore to being now you know eventually became like oh this is very enjoyable you get to know somebody and you know i'd have a good chat and kind of go running and eventually i'd follow his program and i think he kind of blindsided me into my time started dropping from 27 26 25 24 for 5ks down to the 20s and you know i, I just kind of stuck at it and realized this was something that i really enjoyed
0: yeah i mean and now in your in your 40s you've become one of the the better you know a, a, a decent masters runner yeah I and mean, so you've trans really transformed yourself and i assume no more marlboro lights no more marlboro marlboro lights. Lights. The, pro-
1: <laughs> <laughs> the program's over farley they don't they don't do the miles <laughs> that's anymore, right that's so why what's the quit. point yeah
2: that's right <laughs> yeah. yeah um no we just you know i, I trained for around boston last year and i was i was really happy with that and um you know, I I just like getting out on the trail and like running and I'm, I've got a good, you know, I take the time now to, um, you know, I run with a lot of friends and really just really enjoy it. So, you know, hopefully the times can kind of keep kind of hold steady for a little while. And um, I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah. And the bar really and the Four Courts Bar is a real community bar and a great, great spot. One of my favorite bars, um, you know, out there. So you've done a number of things. You've had running cl- clubs from the bar, and you know it is it is a real community. So talk a little bit more about the bar.
2: I appreciate that, Chris. Um, you know, I think it's very important, as we mentioned earlier at the beginning of of the podcast, that it's important to be embedded in the community, and I feel like that uh, Four Courts is it's a real neighborhood place. Uh, we've had people come in there and meet there they've you know maybe had their first snog inside there and (laughs) you know after their first shepherd's pie and um you know they've come back years later they've got engaged or got married and now we're at a stage we're open since 96 where we have these people coming back with their kids um which is great to see that um but you know I, i think it's important to, you know we do some you know we do some charity work with the brain tumor association um uh you're familiar with Bet and telford yeah Um, she's she's a good friend of uh, pacers and we do some stuff with her and um you know i think it's important that you that that, that you're linked to the community and that's why pacers was a great fit for us and and the four courts four miler because we we can really you know we're both two neighborhood rest no two neighborhood businesses coming together to kind of embrace the community and kind of take it forward so um so, you know, we're happy here, and we're looking forward very much so to, uh, to the race next Saturday and seeing so many people out there.
0: Yep, the race is, again, March 11th at 9 a.m. Uh, so as, as the GM of the bar, when do you find time to train? Because I feel like, you know, this restaurant bar, that seems like late night, so it would be hard to train in the morning. When do you usually run?
2: Well, you know, I think, I think you kind of carve everything out. Um, usually what I do in the morning is I drop my kids to school in the morning mm-hmm. at 8, and then I run from eight to nine, eight eight to maybe nine in the morning, and then come to work. And in uh, the evening time, you know, I usually try to get a run in between five and six. Or um, in the summertime, it's if it's too hot, you know, don't be surprised if you see me heading down to Wilson Hill around twelve o'clock at night time. Right. Just to kind of you know, it's it's cool down and finish a run. But you know, I I think we're just really lucky around here. We got so many trails and so much. Uh, so much places to run. Yep. So
0: so you can get it. I mean, yeah, I agree. You can get it in kind of whenever, and sometimes those odd schedule runs can be some of your best runs. So yeah, I I, I definitely agree. All right, Dave. Well, I'm glad to know that you're going to be the Leprechaun next week. So uh, two. Good thing and a bad thing there. So if if, if he does pass you, a dollar goes to what's the charity?
2: A dollar goes to the local police fund, the the police bereavement fund across the street from us.
0: Yep. And if you and if he doesn't pass you, you have the badge of honor of beating the leprechaun, which is huge. You know, so it's a tough call.
2: I don't know. Well, you, I think I think you get a gold coin if if you if you do uh, if you do make it before me as well. Yeah, so. yeah. a gold coin? Yeah. Yep, yep. Is so it I, a chocolate gold coin? Hmm. <laughs> not to be decided. No. Yeah, Ooh, I okay. clear, yeah. 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 Well, right. we'll, we'll,
0: we'll uh, have to check with Lisa on that, but I'm we'll, a big
2: we'll, fan we'll... of the chocolate gold coins. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not. I know. Yeah. All right, Dave. Well, we really appreciate the time. Again, the race is March 11th at the, the four courts just head on over to the four courts. You can still sign up. Uh, this podcast will be released on Monday and you've got plenty of time to sign up uh, for this race. One of my favorite races of the year. And I'm telling you, that afternoon, that Saturday is going to be a a great time at the pub.
1: Chris, how can people sign
0: up? Yeah, go to runpacers.com/backslash/races, and you can see all the races. And the first race that's going to come up is going to be the Four Courts Four Miler. So, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. I really thank you so much. Thank you.
2: It's been a pleasure, and um, I'm going to head off, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next Saturday. No doubt. Well, we look forward
0: to it too. There he goes. It's Dave Cahill. He's the GM of Four Courts. This is Pace the Nation. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Dave Cahill for joining us here on Pace the Nation. You can follow Four Courts. It's at Four Courts on Twitter. Uh, they should be tweeting out, uh, a lot of information about this podcast and about the uh, about the race as well. So give them a follow on Twitter. Uh, I had a hard time. I, I mostly understood him, except for mm-hmm. when he said third. The way he said third—that's <laughs> Yeah, that's how Robbie Wade says. That's third true. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that uh, is is uh, an Irish uh, way of saying. Th- I mean, he says everything else kind of normally, uh-huh. and then third turns into turd
1: turd yeah um he also had a he, he used a, an irish word for something else in the interview as well uh i wonder if our listeners caught that
0: yeah tweet us in at at pace nation if you caught that uh but yeah fun interview uh exciting race next week um if and and again if you uh can beat uh dave the leprechaun uh, you get a, it sounds like, some sort of gold medallion. So that's pretty exciting. And if he beats you, uh, a, a charitable donation to the uh, police fund.
1: It sounds like everybody wins, everybody. no matter what happens. No, no,
0: no doubt. Mm-hmm. So uh, look forward to uh, seeing everybody there at uh, March 11th at Four Courts. All right, Docs, I mentioned I had a dog park update. I know everybody's been waiting, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though you said it sounded boring. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been waiting on the edge of the seat for this. Uh, I went to the dog park this past week, and a gentleman, who was probably about 60 years old, came in with a Weimar Runner. Or um, I a Weimaraner. A runner? Um, I think his name is. Uh, I think it's that's a what Weimer I say. Reiner. That's
1: what I say every day when I wake up. sore. I'm like, "Why am I runner?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think it's a Weimaraner. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I misspoke there. Uh-huh. Uh, you would think it's a runner because the dog runs all the time. High, high energy dog. Okay. So the the dog was immediately friends with with London. Right. And so I decided to take you guys' advice. And I engaged in a conversation with them. Chit-chat. Chit-chat. So I started with small talk. You know, what kind of dog is it? You know, the, the general questions that I said mm-hmm. that, that were annoying to me. But, the, you know, they were, they were right. fun. They're, they're, right. they're you know, it was a Filler. nice icebreaker. Uh-huh. Uh, so he says it's a Weimaraner and the dog is a year and a half and it's real high energy. I said, oh, why'd you decide on that dog? And he said, you know what? What? My uh, wife didn't want this type of dog because it did have such high energy and she wasn't sure we'd be able to give it enough exercise. Mm -hmm. So he said, I really would like to get in shape and I'm going to use the dog to get me in shape. So excellent. He has walked and run and gone in the dog park with this dog for the past, I I think a year, a little over a year. His blood pressure has gone down 70 points.
1: Excellent. Love to hear he, that.
0: He has lost weight, and he is now a loyal Pacers customer. He will be a loyal Pacers mm-hmm. customer. So I would say it was a, a huge win talking to this guy. I got an inspiring story. Exactly, yep. Uh, I got a new customer mm-hmm. and you know, a new dog park friend.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Three for three. You're three for three. So, you know, maybe me getting out of my shell wasn't such a bad idea. It
1: wasn't. Uh, maybe you should listen
0: to us more. I dismiss your advice most of the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one wasn't a bad piece
1: of advice. Yeah. So um, And I'm, and honestly, you left the dog park. You, like you said, it was an inspiring story. You left the dog park on a positive note. Pumped. Yeah, yeah. you were excited
0: because, because of this guy's story. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually was, was like, this is the type of guy... Who we want to be a Pacers customer. Right. Like someone who is 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 gonna really legitimately change their life through right. exercise. So you guys were right on that one. All right. I, I will uh, I will continue to to get out of my comfort zone and talk to, to more folks at the dog park.
1: Ninety six episodes and for the ninety-sixth <laughs> time, Joanna and Docs are right. Yes. Ninety six well, to uh, us I wouldn't say, zero for farming
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that that percentage, but You were right on this one.
1: Well, Farley, you you bring up uh, inspiring somebody to run. I wanted to talk to you about one of my friends. Um, I was talking to somebody at work last night, Mm -hmm. uh, somebody local, and for Christmas, his wife wanted to be fitted at Pacers in a new pair of running shoes, Okay, and she wanted to start running. Wow. Love that. And so she went to the Old Town store, secret shopper, uh, which I told him. The service was great wow they told me the service was great fantastic um but she hasn't run yet he he (laughs) was like he was joking about those shoes being like a star wars toy in the in the package mint condition still you know like what i told him was i was like well i'm going to talk to farley and we're going to figure out how to uh get that next step she has the new shoes they're Mm -hmm. fit perfect uh we got to figure out how are we going to get her out the door get her into the races The guy at the store was even telling her, you should sign up for the Crystal City 5Ks in April Nice. uh, so that she has a race on the schedule. So I'm going to challenge you. I mean, we don't have to figure it out right Right, now, but I'm going to challenge you to change her life. Get
0: get me her information, seriously. I'd love to hear that. I am going to make sure that she does a number of our races, maybe goes out to a fun run, but she'll be Mm -hmm. using those shoes for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Another inspiring story. A bunch of inspiring stories today. Uh, Farley, Dots. this
1: show is going to be on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I know exactly. Play this in a loop. <laughs> I uh,
0: I mentioned there was a race for the ages uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, you did say that. Yeah. Uh, Dixon Henfield, who is a local runner, raced against Orville Rogers in the USATF 60 meter championships, and this was in oh. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago they were the only two participants in in the 90 and above uh-huh. category. Can
1: I can I just say something that's probably offensive? <laughs> Go ahead, please. Like You were saying their name, like his name is Orville. Yep. And I was like, who still names their kids <laughs> Orville these days? And then you're like, oh, there's 90 plus. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that's why his name's Orville. <laughs>
0: yes, that was Doc speaking, not me. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, Orville. Well, I'm, or? I,
1: I am like, well, I do study names, you know. Like right. every kid right. today has the same names and they're not. That's true. They're not know, Orville. Not trending. Orville's right. not trending right. lately. That's true.
0: That's true. That's fair. Uh, but Orville Rogers outleaned Dixon Hemfield in the ninety and above USATF sixty meter championships out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We will yeah. tweet out the link. Uh, Kellen Sung, our buddy from the Post, did a story on it in the Washington Post. You can also find that story out there about Dixon uh, losing in a lean. He was outleaned by Rogers. Eighteen seconds to Hempfield's eighteen point zero five.
1: Dude, those guys were flying. <laughs> I know they really were flying. Mm-hmm. I yep. watched that race. It was it was pretty cool. It yeah. was good.
0: Dixon lives in Fairfax Station, Virginia, and frequents the uh, Fairfax store uh, uh, often. Uh, so he's he's a great story. Uh, but this other guy, ninety nine years old, Orville mm. Rogers, mm. outleans him to win the sixty meters at the USATF Championship. So you know if you're if if you're out there and you know you're 60 70 well i mean it's never too late we, too we late.
1: talked about uh, somebody who set a world record who didn't take up running until they got into their 60s uh, exactly. yeah exactly so
0: it, it can still happen really cool race uh, cool story by by uh, kellen in in the washington post as well so i said i'd have a sweatshirt update this week docs uh-huh the logo has been finished it's a new logo i'm going to show you the logo here uh, we will tweet out what the logo looks like. It's going to be on a hooded gray. We 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 landed on gray heathered gray sweatshirt, uh, hooded heather gray sweatshirt, limited edition. So we're going to tweet out the link of of what the logo looks like. It's a different logo than your Pace the Nation uh, t-shirt. So if you have a Pace the Nation t-shirt, you can add a second piece of apparel to your your collection. And it's going to be a little bit different than the than the t-shirt. So again, limited edition. We'll be taking orders next week as well. So uh, that'll that'll be online uh, at the end of the week. But we'll tweet out the link of what the sweatshirt looks like. So really excited about that new design. We decided to stay with uh, no asterisk needed because mm-hmm. there really is no asterisk needed. That's a slogan. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah excited to to uh Yeah, there's no
1: asterisks needed for the podcast that's the point this is not yeah. about your race it's uh, not right, about your right. streak this is that this means that the 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 podcast doesn't require a uh an asterisk i'd argue that i think that my the reason why it's you have a slogan that. of the no. show it's because no.
0: <laughs> it's because my uh marathon streak doesn't need an asterisk
1: why would it just be all about you yeah that's true that's true equal thirds can we give a podcast exclusive? Can you try to describe this logo?
0: Yes. Uh, so it, it looks like a globe mm-hmm. with an old school radio tower, like one of those old school radio Red. towers with a microphone connected to the radio tower. Mm-hmm. So the globe, old school radio tower, microphone, lightning bolts
1: on top. Lots of lightning bolts. Lots of lightning Love bolts. Love the lightning bolts. So
0: that's pretty much what the logo looks like. Uh if it doesn't sound interesting or exciting, it's way better than I just described.
1: Right. So I uh, just wanted to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, Farley, do you think that Kyrie Irving thinks that globe is flat?
0: <laughs> I wonder how many of our audience understands what you're saying.
1: I, uh, you always patronize our, our <laughs> audience. I believe they have I. I, uh, I think Google. he does
0: think it's flat. Yes, I think he thinks uh-huh. it's flat. I truly think he's, he's being serious when, he thinks, yeah. when he's saying the world is flat.
1: They, I saw something else. There's there's a um, society of people that believe that the world is still flat, mm-hmm. and and they said something like, "Yes, we have organizations all around the globe." <laughs> like, isn't that amazing that they that they call <laughs> they think the funny. world's flat, but they're calling it a globe? I think that tells you everything you need to know. That's pretty ironic. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. All right, Docs. And, it, and it, finally, just a quick update on uh, the half marathon cheater.
1: I, I uh-huh. have a little bit more information. We're uh-huh. still
0: waiting on Joanna to tell us whether she uh, accepted her New Jersey half-marathon entry or not. Uh-huh. Well, so, I think
1: she had already accepted it at, at the last time, so it's really an update on what's going on with that acceptance.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Joanna may have revoked it. I, I don't know, right. but she'll have to let us know this uh, that uh-huh. next week. Charlie Ban, of course, a uh, previous guest on this program right. of Run Washington. Mm-hmm. He told me uh, a couple of days ago that Jane So displaced – Jill Pollock, who is from this area, uh, and she ran that race in Florida, and, and she was one of the one runners who was uh, displaced.
1: So, in other words, Jill would have been second, should have been second, but was displaced to third. Our local runner should have gotten second place.
2: Yes, exactly. Wow,
1: exactly. Gets it, this. This the plot thickens, Farley. Yeah. So, and apparently, Charlie said
0: she's really been trying to make this club team in New York, right? And maybe that's the reason why she's. Uh, posting these erroneous results. I don't know.
1: <laughs> who cares? <laughs> like, I mean, I like. Are we are we saying this stuff like we're all supposed to be sympathetic for her? No, that's true. Like, you get what you get. Right. Like, you you are what you are. Yeah, that's true. Don't try to be something else.
0: Yeah, there's a famous football coach who said, uh, "You're you are what your record says
1: you are." Maybe that was
0: Steve Spurrier.
1: I don't know. Uh huh. So he was a famous college coach. <laughs> not a famous pro coach. Yeah. Not a famous professional coach. Where's Joanna when we need her to, to decipher all this uh, sports talk? I know. I Jeez. know. She's probably out watching sports. <laughs> right. Probably. Um, it, It's kind of funny. This woman's name is Jane So, mm-hmm. which is really close to being Jane Doe. That is true. Which is supposed to be like the fake name, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You may be on to something. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a store in New Jersey, 7 Palmer Square. Also, this podcast is brought to you by the new book out there, Like Father, Like Son, by Matt Sentowitz. We will have a big event next Monday. So mark your calendar Uh, And make sure you uh, head out to Wilson High School for Matt and Matthew Senchewitz, the Like Father, Like Son uh, book tour continues, and it will be at Wilson High School, 7 p.m. on March 13th. Joanna will be the uh, moderator for that discussion. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Docs and I Mm -hmm. are... we shouldn't even tell them that we're not going to be there. No, you know? I
1: think for everybody who's trying to avoid me, this is a good event. <laughs> yeah. This is a good Pace of the Nation event to attend because I will not be there. But make sure you mark your calendar. Be there next Monday. Right. Next,
0: next Monday, uh, March 13th, Like Father, Like Son, book tour event, Wilson High School, 7 p.m.
1: It, it should be fun. You know, we went to the Boston one. Uh, that one was a lot of fun. They, yeah. they tell stories. Uh, they've got the book, the opportunity to meet these guys. Uh, how often do you get to meet two Olympians on a Monday night? That's true.
0: That's true. And one's a gold medalist.
1: And, yeah. And yeah,
0: one's a gold I, medalist. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, what are you doing on your Monday night? I mean, mm-hmm.
1: watching The Bachelor?
0: Come on. Or maybe it's The Bachelorette right now. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Actually, uh, but if you want to talk about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you could talk to Matthew Sensuitz Jr. Yeah, about Yeah, he, he would be. Because he's he, a big fan of that show. He's,
0: I'm sure he's de, uh, DVRing it. So Yeah, so no spoilers, <laughs> yeah, please. Don't, maybe don't spoil the, this week's episode. All right, episode number 96 in the books. Well done, Docs. Good show yeah thank you I appreciate you uh, making it happen man. I know this is a crazy weekend but uh, we are there for the listeners that's true so we love our listeners and we want to put out a weekly product so episode number 96 in the books thanks again to Dave Cahill the GM of Four Courts look forward to seeing everybody next week March 11th at the Four Courts Four Miler look forward to seeing Joanna next week in studio and for William E Docs I'm Chris Farley this is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week.